Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Lydia Johnson. Good morning, everyone. Uh, It's great to be with you all this morning. So as Josh said, we're carrying on looking at Acts and this morning we are still looking at Acts chapter 9 and we are looking at verses 32 to 43. Um, So uh, as Peter travelled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas who was paralysed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. Immediately Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Peter went with them and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. Um, So for the past few mornings together, we've been looking at Saul and the beginning of his journey with Jesus. But now we turn to look at Peter. And at this point in Acts, um, we hear of Peter travelling around different towns and cities and spreading the good news. Um, And at this part of the passage, Peter comes to the town of Lydda. And it is here that he finds a paralysed man. And uh, what does he do for this man? Well, he heals him. And then after this encounter, Peter travels to Joppa where he raises a woman from the dead. Now, both of these events are extraordinary and they require great power to occur. In fact, there are only 10 occurrences of a resurrection in the Bible, and this is one of those 10. Peter has been granted this power. However, we know that this power, um, it could only come from God. Now, I wonder how Peter was feeling at the time of these events. I wonder if he felt qualified for such a task. I reckon that he probably didn't um, and that he probably wasn't sure how he was going to achieve such things. But Peter knew that he could rely on Jesus to give him the power to perform miracles. And Jesus was using these miracles and these events to help um, advance the kingdom. Jesus is using these miracles to glorify God. And many people would turn to him after seeing such a miracle occur. And this time is no different. So in verse 35, it says, all those who lived in Lydda and Sharon turned to the Lord. And then in verse 42, it says that the miracle became known all over Joppa and that many people believed in the Lord. 
So here God is using physical illness and death um, to help people turn to him. However, we can also see the spiritual illness and death being cured through people watching these miracles. So God uses his servants, such as Peter, to help glorify him and to let people know the good news. But Peter cannot do this on his own. Peter is relying on God. And I think that we can see this in two main ways. The first is that he is reliant on God's ability to help cure and heal and resurrect. And then the second is that he is reliant on God by copying the things that Jesus did before him. Peter must rely on Jesus' example in order to be able to heal Ananias and bring back Tabitha from the dead. And this is really what I want us to focus on this morning. So when I think about looking towards Jesus as my example, I actually think of those bracelets that I used to have as a kid um, that had the letters on them, WWJD. And those letters stood for, what would Jesus do? And I reckon that at um, this time, the same thought was probably going through Peter's head. He was probably thinking, what would Jesus do right now in this situation? And in fact, we can draw some direct parallels from the way that Peter treated these two situations compared to the things that Jesus did in the way he performed his miracles. So looking at the healing of Ananias, um, it is reminiscent of the healing of another paralysed man, the account of which we can find in Luke's Gospel in chapter 5. And on that occasion, the man is dropped through the roof of the house and then Jesus heals him and he says, get up, take your mat and go home. And here Peter says, get up and roll up your mat. And then the parallels are even more apparent in the case of Tabitha. So when we compare this miracle with that of the resurrection of Jairus' daughter in Luke chapter 8. On that occasion, Jesus sent the mourners out of the room, just as Peter did here. And the words that he said to Tabitha are very much like the words that Jesus spoke to the dead girl. In fact, if Peter spoke to Tabitha in Aramaic, which seems likely as he identified her by her Aramaic name, only one letter would have been different in the words spoken in the first instance by Jesus and by Peter in the second. So the Lord said, Talitha kum, which means little girl get up. And Peter would have said, Tabitha kum, which means Tabitha get up. Um, so therefore we can clearly see that Peter is replicating the things he saw Jesus do and the ways in which Jesus acted. Um, but he continues to give the credit to Jesus. So when Ananias is healed, he declares, Jesus Christ heals you. And when he first came to Tabitha, he immediately got down on his knees and prayed. Peter relies on God's power and on Jesus's actions by copying him. So today I wonder for us where we find this most difficult in our lives. Where do we find it most difficult to replicate what Jesus would do? Where do we find it most difficult to ask the question, what would Jesus do? Perhaps this could be in our relationships, maybe especially right now um, with our families or those who we're living with. Do we fight with them too easily or are we not forgiving enough? Are we acting in a way that Jesus would? Or perhaps it could be how we perceive people. Are we making snap judgments or are we making assumptions um, about people by how they look or where they're from? Are we acting in a way that Jesus would? When we are in a situation, are we thinking about how Jesus would act and how he would respond? 
Do we try and replicate the way that Jesus lived his life? And do we try and copy um, the ways and the things that he's laid out for us to do? Well, thank you, Lydia, for that encouragement this morning to uh, think about what would Jesus do and to live that in our own lives. And maybe we just want to take a moment to pray in our own lives in in a space where we want to say, Jesus, we want to live and act like you. Maybe you want to bring something uh, to mind in an area. Maybe you're not doing that so clearly at the moment. And then maybe once you've done that, um, you want to look at how Jesus was, uh, where he moved in conviction and compassion and pray for the church to take a lead in those areas in our world, especially at a time like this, showing compassion uh, for its world and showing conviction about the things that we believe through Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray.